Hey, what's going on? I hope everyone's doing well. I hope you're having a good day, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're watching this or listening to this. But I just wanted to take, um, you know, I wanted to dedicate this week or I guess this, uh, this episode to basically display and show you guys what it looks like, the Zoom calls that we do on a weekly basis in the mental health group that I've started recently. If you've been interested or you have any questions or you want to just hear about what our weekly conversations sound like and what the daily WhatsApp conversations sound like as well. I just want to share this little conversation from, you know, this week's Zoom call. It starts off with a little story that I tell about my life and then it goes into a little conversation with the rest of the group. So I just want to give you guys this insight. And if you are interested in joining this group, then please send me a message on Instagram. Uh, shoot me a DM. My Instagram is at Mark D. Henriksen. It'll be in the show notes below. It'll be at the bottom of the screen down here. Feel free to reach out to me and let me know. But without further ado, let's jump right into, you know, this conversation that I have with them and uh, share a little bit of perspective with you guys as well. I hope you guys enjoy this story. Yeah, we like I kind of um, we were kind of talking like a little bit about like forgiveness and kind of just talking about, you know, how to how to kind of forgive and it's a tough topic for me because I'm not really the best at it. Like I kind of, I, you know, I'm like not really, um, I guess I, I'm like, I'm kind of a forgiving person, but I just, um, I always have a tough time with, uh, just, I guess, forgiving or being like a pacifist that way, because, I like I basically like I've got a couple different like demeanors for sure but like my default mode is usually like basically pretty aggressive like that's kind of the way that I am normally so like for me if I feel betrayed if I feel like someone's fucked me over if I feel like you know it's it's hard for me to kind of forgive people because I feel like I want to get back at them. Like, that's kind of, I'm like, every time someone wrongs me, I'm like, I'm going to fucking crush this motherfucker. That's the way I think. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That's just the way I think. Um, it just like, I, either that, or I just feel like an absolute zero. Like, it's like one of two. Like, it's either like, I'm going to 110 or I'm going to zero. So like, kind of just like, uh, that's something I've always kind of struggled with. Um, but yeah, I thought I would just kind of start off telling you guys a couple of stories. The first one's a little bit longer and a little bit more eventful. Um, the second one is uh, a little bit less long, a little bit less eventful. It's a little bit more uh, personal, though. So uh, I thought both would be good to kind of share. Let's see. Yes. Okay, nice. I got you guys back. I can see your faces again. That was good. Perfect timing for stalling. I got you back. So. Um. Yeah, it's um the first the first story kind of starts off uh, when I moved into the apartment I'm in right now. So like the first time, uh, the literally like so I moved. It was like me. It was the first time I was moving out of my parents' place, and uh, this was like two years ago. And I'm moving out with like one of my best buddies at the time, and it's like I'm fired up. Like, and this is at like you know pretty much like in the middle like I'd say like two years in and it was two years ago. So it was like in the middle of like, kind of like a different transformation for me, like just like mentally, physically, I was like in good shape at the time. I was like kind of motoring away and I was just like in my own lane. Like I was just so focused. So like me being the eager beaver that I am, I'm like, all right, I'm going to pre move in. So then we get like, we're our moving date is like November 1st. And then I get all my stuff in there. Like, we don't even get the keys to like, it was like a weekend. So we're supposed to move in on the Monday. I get the keys on Friday. And then on Saturday, I moved my bed, my dresser, three bags of clothes. And then obviously I bring my TV and my PlayStation. Like that's literally the only things I bring. It's an empty apartment, except there's two TVs mounted on the wall. That's the first thing I did at 10 PM when I got into the apartment building was mount my TVs on the wall. So my neighbors were probably stoked about that. And then, um, and then I was like, fuck yeah, well, I've got my bed. I've got like some groceries for, uh, for food in the morning. Like I I'm pretty much living here already. Like what else do I need? Like, this is perfect. So then I'm like, I'm just going to sleep here now. And that's it. I'm moved out. This is perfect. 
and uh, my buddy will be here in like a couple of days. So I'm just going to warm the place up for him, you know, like it'll be perfect. So I get in and then the first day I sleep there is like uh, October 31st. Right. And I'm like, Halloween, no, fuck Halloween, man. I'm in my zone right now. So I go to bed at like eight o'clock. I wake up at 4 a.m. I go for a run. I like there's a track right by the place. I come back. I, I can't even shower yet because I don't have shower curtains or any toiletries. Like I have nothing other than a bed and that's it, like bed and clothes. So then I'm like, all right, I have to go buy a shower curtain, but winners isn't open yet. Like I'm like, all right, what can I do? Like it's like five in the morning. Like so I'm sitting on my bed and I'm like, I guess I'll just kind of start like putting my clothes away. And so I start putting my clothes away and I don't think I'm being that loud, but like, I've got my phone kind of just playing music, like on my like bed. And it's like on like literally the first volume, like, you know, when you like zero volume on an iPhone and then you just click the volume up once. So uh, I'm chilling, putting away my clothes and all of a sudden there's just this bang, 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 bang at my door. And it's like, that's weird. It's five 30 in the morning. I didn't think anyone else was going to be up. Like, that's kind of cool, but it's an apartment building. So I'm like, maybe i don't know maybe it's like a building manager wanting to welcome me like i don't know what this is but so uh much to my surprise it's not i open the door and it's this tiny little lady and she like barely speaks english and she's like hi good morning like um what do you like are you like banging dressers or whatever and i'm like oh no like i'm just i'm sorry like i was just putting away my clothes like sorry She's like, just scream, like, kind of like gives me the gears, like kind of grinds my gears a bit. And then I'm like, all right, well, like my bad, like I'm, I'm my apologies. Like, and she's like, oh no, it's okay. Like she's kind of an older lady. And I'm like, I can charm this. Like I'll put the charm on. So then she like, she, we kind of get along that morning and you know, I, I meet Rose. Like she's kind of like a, a nice old lady. She seems like a nice old lady at the time. She's just like, I was like, oh, sorry. I maybe caught her on a bad morning and I shouldn't have been making noise, whatever. So I think nothing of it. And um, so the next week, you know, so I've got my roommate, I'm chilling and he kind of has like, uh, you know, uh, a lady of the night come over. And uh, I guess they're like moving his furniture around in his room or whatever, making some noise as well. I was fast asleep at the time, but I awake to bang, 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 bang on our door. And I'm like, all right, this should be cool. But I just kind of stay in bed because I'm like, I'm not dealing with this, man. I'm like, fuck that. And so he has to go uh, in, in not probably the most presentable form to the door to this lady who's saying like, it's not the time to be moving furniture. Like, blah, blah, blah. she's just yelling at him because she's assuming that he's just moving in there this time. And uh, gives him like a slice of pizza and then just goes on her way. And we're like, okay, that was weird. And uh, so he eats the pizza and then just goes back to bed, I guess. And then tells me about that in the morning. And I'm like, oh, that's so weird. Like, that's so weird. And then like the same thing kind of happens the next weekend. And, and uh, she like brings us fruit, like mangoes, but then yells at us. And it was just like so bizarre, but I kind of figured I was like, look, like I don't want this lady complaining to like my building manager or like anything like this. Cause she's obviously like a little bit nuts. Like she's obviously like not all there. Right. So I I'm like, look, like here's my phone number. Why don't like, cause it's kind of inappropriate for you to come up here and smash on our door all the time in the morning and at night. So here's my phone number. Like, why don't you give me a call if you hear a noise that you don't like, and we'll just do our best to be quiet. Like that seems like the most appropriate solution to this. And then, so that, that kind of seems like I'm like, okay, problem solved. Good to go. Cause I'll just like, you know, she'll call me and I'll say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll be good. And then, um, you know, the next week I get like my building manager calls me. He's like, Hey, how's it going? And I'm like, good. What's going on? And he's like, got a noise complaint about you. I said, oh man, that sucks. He's like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing in the morning? And I'm like, oh, well, I work in construction. So I gotta leave at like 6.30, 6. I was working like earlier that time. So I was like leaving at six o'clock. And I'm like, I want to get up early and go for a run. Like I'm trying to get in shape and feel good. Like, you know, and he's like, he sees a, like I'm being honest. So he's like, all right. 
like, I completely get that. Like it's an apartment building. It's kind of like a shared environment. Like at the end of the day, like you don't can like, you know, if you work early, you work early. If you get up early, you get up early. Some people are up late at night. I'm sure that bothers you, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't mind. Like my neighbors don't really keep me up. I just go to sleep. Like nothing can really keep me up. Like I can fall asleep no matter what. So I'm good. So we think nothing of it. He's kind of like, yeah, she's a little bit nuts anyways. Like I've spoken to this lady a couple of times and she like, she used to like leave um, food out for like birds and squirrels on her balcony. So there used to be like a bunch of like problems with like pests and stuff in the building. And so like, he was kind of more sympathetic to me. So then we kind of like, um, yeah, we kind of moved on and there was just always this kind of literally like once or twice a week, we would deal with this. But then like it went from like smashing on the door to like somehow smashing like on her ceiling, which is like our floor. And then um, and then we started to get pretty frustrated because like it was like this is brutal. So we used to like do like we would like he was in construction. I was in construction. We would kind of antagonize her a little bit if we heard her in the mornings, like kind of like get up and yell or like you could sometimes hear her yelling like like she'd like yell on the phone or yell about us to her daughter and and it was just like brutal so like if we heard that we would kind of like maybe slam our drawers a bit or like put our work boots on in the house and just kind of walk around the house like and we would kind of antagonize her a little bit I I, I definitely have to take credit for that like it, it's not like it was just all her fault we definitely did give it to her a bit but it just seems so ridiculous like that it, it was just so brutal and then like um I'm sitting there thinking like one time I'm like, dude, like this lady, like definitely has no problems in her life. Like she literally just probably sits at home all day. And like the biggest adversity she has to deal with is just like noise from two 26 year old guys living above her. Like, like I literally, it got to the point where I like started to kind of feel bad. Like I was like, this is kind of pathetic. Like it's kind of like, I like literally feel bad. Like it's kind of stupid. And, uh, I know that anyone from the outside looking in would look at this situation as ridiculous because it's just like an all out like war at this point. Like, cause they were trying to keep us up at night and we were waking up early and it was just like so brutal. But um, like, uh, I guess, so I get another call from my building manager and he's like, yo, like I've got another noise complaint about this. So I'm like, look, man, like I, I don't know what I can do. Because I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not changing my work schedule and I'm not going to not work out in the morning because that's like my prime time to work out. So like, if you can suggest something that could change this situation, I'm willing to compromise somehow. Like I've, I've tried wearing like, like socks or slippers around the house. And like, I'm not that, like, I'm pretty heavy footed, but like, you know, like I'm pretty, I'm a pretty quiet guy during the mornings. And He's like, look, man, like at the end of the day, honestly, I see this as a non-issue. Like we're dealing with so many fucking problems in this building, like with people. And, and I'm like, what's going on, man? He's like, look, like, I don't give a fuck about this lady who's just like yelling and being a bitch because to be hundred percent honest with you, there's a, there's a family on your floor and their 10 year old son just like took his own life last week. And I'm like, holy fuck. Cause I'm like, how like how the fuck am i sitting here dealing with problems with like some shitty neighbor and there's this kid that's suffering like two doors down and now he's gone like and i'd seen the kid many times so it's like man maybe if i had not like, obviously there's, I'm not saying that I had responsibility in that or anything. Like I don't hold that on myself or anything, but it's like, you know, there's the possibility. Maybe if you weren't holding on to that negative energy, you could have had one more positive interaction, whatever. Right. But, um, that's just kind of weird hindsight right now. Um, but yeah, it was basically like, it just opened my eyes. I'm like, Holy shit, dude, this is a non-issue. Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this lady that's screaming at me now. So that was like the first time there's kind of like a wake up call in this story, but it's not over yet. But, um, it was fucking brutal. And I actually, uh, that, that could actually be another beautiful story because, uh, I actually connected with that family as well. And inadvertently by, um, well, that's another story, 
I'll talk about it another time. But um, so anyways, he basically says, like, look, I don't give a fuck about this bitch. Like, we're dealing with actual issues in this building. And I was like, fuck, man, that's heavy. Like, and we kind of talked. And that's where I got a good relationship with my building manager is, like, kind of through that. And um, and then, um, so, yeah, after that, hilarity starts to ensue. Like, this is where the story gets kind of, like, fucked because – so then we get to the point where it just continuously happens and our building manager is like not doing anything about it. And so this lady's just freaking out and she feels unheard and she feels like everyone's against her. And cause like, she calls me and I'm like, I don't give a fuck about you anymore. And then she calls, like, she doesn't have my roommate's number, but he won't even open the door for her. And then like our building manager is basically telling her to just shut the fuck up. Like everyone is just like, so this woman is just like clawing at like, okay, like who's going to listen? So then she like gives my number to her landlord. So one day I get a phone call at work and it's this guy. I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I, uh, I'm just like, I'm Rose's landlord, like your downstairs neighbor. And I basically, I'm like, look, like the long and short of it is I'm at work right now because I work in construction. Like that's what I do in the mornings. And before this, I was up getting ready for work. And like, I'm sorry if that's an issue for your tenant, but like, that's the way that my life works. Unless you guys are going to pay my bills, I'm going to keep going to work every single day. That's the way that this is going. Like, and unfortunately there's nothing I can do to change that. And he basically is like really understanding. And he's like, Oh, what the fuck? Okay. I didn't know that that's how the situation was. And I was like, honestly, bro, I would be a little bit cautious and I would maybe go and check out that suite because she smashes on the ceiling every single morning. So like, I don't know what that suite looks like right now, but I would go and check on that. And he's like, that's definitely not okay. So then um, we have another couple fun times and, uh, and then we get to like the summer. And then the summer's, you know, I'm, I'm vibing in the summer because the summer, the sun's up early. So like when I'm doing cardio, the sun's up early, you know, I'm, I'm vibing. And I'm having fun. So it's a beautiful day, June 2nd. It's Teddy's birthday. We're sitting there. I'm getting ready for work. And uh, all of a sudden, there we go at 5.30 in the morning. Bang, bang, bang on the door. I'm like, all right. Like, I think I said to my roommate, I'm like, bro, can you deal with it this morning? Like, I'm getting ready. Like, I can't do this. And he's like, no, nah, like, I'm not fucking doing this. I'm like, dude, come on. Like, I deal with her every time. Like, bro, can you please just, just open the door and tell her to fuck off? Like, please, like, I'm getting ready and shit. And he's like, nah, man. And I'm like, he's like, I'm not talking to her, dude. Like, I'm not I'm done. And I was like, all right. And I probably should have taken a page out of his book. But I was like, all right, like, I'm going to just deal with this, I guess. So I open the door and, and uh, it's like, she's like, what are you doing? Like, blah, 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 blah. And before she can even get like a few words out, I'm like, look, like it's five 30 in the morning. My neighbors are trying to sleep and I'm trying to get ready for work. Like this is so fucking inappropriate. Like get the fuck out of here. Like stop doing this. Like, I don't know what to just stop. Like it's been like eight months. I'm not changing my life. Wear some fucking earplugs or fuck off. Like, that's it. I don't know what to say. Like, like I'm getting real heated at the time. And she starts screaming at me. And I'm like, yo, fuck this. I literally say to her, I'm like, I don't need this. I just close my door at her face. But as I close the door, she jams her hand in. And she starts, like, opening my door. And I'm like, I literally say to her, I'm like, Rose, do not come in my apartment right now. And then she starts banging on the door and, and screaming. And she's yelling. And I'm like, holy fuck, man. This is so brutal. And I just, like literally just close the door i'm like this is fucked and uh and then it stops after like 15 20 minutes and i'm like holy shit dude she probably woke up everyone on this floor like there's like probably like all my neighbors around like i'm like i feel so bad and then at six o'clock another bang 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 and i'm like what the fuck and then really abruptly it goes bang 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 rcmp open the fucking door and i'm like what the fuck and i open the door and there's four fucking police officers standing at my at my door and i'm like sitting there like 
holy shit, what's going on? How can I help you out? Do you guys want some coffee? Or like, they're like, where's the fucking girl? And I'm like, what? They're like, who's in here with you? I'm like, my roommate and my girlfriend. And then they're like, where's your fucking girlfriend? Like, we need to see her right now. And I'm like, what, like, what did she do? Like, what's going on? I'm like, yo, Teddy, come here. And then she comes out and they're like, oh, like, we came because one of your neighbors called and heard there was like a bunch of smashing and a woman screaming. Like they thought you were beating the shit out of her. And I'm like, what the fuck, man, this is so brutal. Like, are you kidding me right now? And I'm like, look, boys, like, I don't know what to say to you. Like I've got email threads. I've got videos of her smashing on my floor. I've got videos of her screaming at me. Like, wait, how much of an alibi do we need? Like, should we go to court right now? Like, let's get a fucking restraining order. Actually, like, I need you guys. Like, that's that's kind of like how it went. And then they were like, they kind of like understood pretty quick. Like, and Teddy was more pissed than I was. So she kind of gave him the, the, her two cents. And she's like, it's her birthday. It was my birthday. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so she, like, luckily, I didn't have to say too much to them because she went off on them. It was just, like, so fucking funny. And they're like, holy shit. And then, yeah, that was super funny. And then uh, they're like, okay, what the fuck? So then they go down, I guess, to find her, but she had run away. So, like, there's, like, my building manager called me and said, like, he's, like, I have, like, an email thread of, like, the cops are looking for her. Like, where is she? Like, do you know where she went? Like, was she at your place? Is she in your place? Like, there's like this fat email thread. And I'm like, this is literal insanity. Like, I do I need to fucking lawyer up? Like, I'm like, literally at the point where I'm like, should I get a restraining order? Like, I literally asked multiple people, I'm like, should I get a restraining order? Like, how do I deal with this? Like, there's no way to, like, I've never been equipped to deal with someone like this. Like, I'm like, this is brutal. And like, Dude, I literally said so many times, I'm like, this apartment is mint. Like, it's so perfect. I love this apartment so much. And if it wasn't for this fucking crazy old lady, then I'd be fine. It would be perfect. We've got like, yeah, it's mint. So then I'm like pretty much at my boiling point with this woman, right? Like, I'm like, I like, it's, it's getting bad. Like, I've got, like I said, like I've got a tough time forgiving people. My default mode is very aggressive. So the next time I'm sitting there getting ready for work, I hear her bang, bang, banging on the floor. And this time I just, something, it snapped, something clicked and uh, it wasn't awesome. And so I go into my room and I just hear bang, bang, bang on my floor. And I bitch, you want to hear some fucking bang, bang, bang? So I start slamming my fucking foot on the floor. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking give her hell, man. Fuck her. And then <laughs> I pretty much like, I like, yeah, I pretty much like lift my heel up as high as I can and just fucking slam it on my floor. Like, I'm like, I'm pretty much like, I don't know what my intention was, like to kick the ceiling through to her. Like, I don't know, but I, I'm like, instantly i'm like yo that didn't feel good actually no instantly i switched to the other foot and started doing smaller stomps and then right after that i thought yo this this wasn't good like uh, this doesn't feel good like something's off and so like i'm like so teddy and my roommate i'm like yo like maybe i overdid it with that like my foot actually really hurts now like and uh i'm like fuck that sucks man so then I go to work and I work and I'm like, fuck, I can barely walk. Like my foot's really fucking killing me, man. Like I'm just like, and I'm not really one to, uh, one to, um, like I, I'm usually like one of those people that's going to just like soldier on through the pain. Right. So I just like, I'm like, fuck it, yo, I'm going to just keep going. And so I just keep working another week and my foot's still just fucking killing me every single day. I'm like doubling up on socks, tripling up on socks. I'm like taping fucking socks to the bottom of my feet to try and make like a pad. I buy insoles. I'm like wearing different shoes. I'm like, dude, something, something's fucked. Like, I don't know what it is. And I'm like, fuck, maybe like I'll just go and get an x-ray. So I go to the hospital and then I sit there for like four hours. I get hungry and I leave. And then I, I work for another week and I'm like, all right, this is brutal. 
So like I call like a walk-in clinic and I have like a virtual walk-in appointment. And, um, and then uh, I go in and they're like, yeah, you should get some x-rays. So then I get some x-rays and then they're like, uh, yeah, dude, your heel's fractured. And I'm like, what the fuck? And uh, so they're like, yeah, dude, you need to go to the hospital. Like, what have you been doing? And I'm like, oh, I've just been working. Like, I've just been walking around on it. They're like, did you tear your Achilles? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about, man. Like, I just saw my foot hurt. So I go into the hospital and they do like a 3D, like CT, I don't know, with the CT scan or whatever. And he's like, yeah, dude, your heel's like fractured, like right up the back. And he's like, I can't like, what the fuck? Like you walked on this? Like you pretty like fuck yourself. Like, and it, it was like shitty, dude. Like I had to go, like, I went to Miles and Mel's wedding on crutches. I had to go to their fucking, uh, you know, the like, I literally spent the summer using a fucking cane. Yeah, look at that kingpin right there. Yeah, I had to go on crutches, man. I, I ditched the crutch for some photos, but... So, yeah, I just basically... I fucking destroyed my heel. And um, and it sucked. And it was brutal. And then, uh, essentially, I had to take... like it, it ended up... I had to take, like, five weeks off work after that because I had fucked it so bad. And then, uh, like, yeah, it was just shitty. And I was just, like, at a really low point because I was, like, I'm, like, fuck, man. I'm pissed at her, for starters, because I'm, like, fuck this bitch, man. I mean, she just makes me so mad. And then I'm pissed at myself because I'm, like, well, dude, like, it's natural to get mad. Everyone gets mad. But you just fucking, like, I kind of, like, sure, it was, like, my self-talk was, like, what you you like you're a fucking child when you get mad like you just have these outrages like and so like i was like pissed at myself like i was like fuck man i just literally like this is the purest form of self-sabotage tantrums yeah yeah and it was the purest form of self-sabotage like i literally fucked myself because it's not like she was hurt by that like she was probably just like whatever and just like kept do, like because it's like her regular life like she had no problem just smashing all my shit all the time so it was kind of like um yeah i'm like fuck like what do uh i'm like how do i fix this like what the fuck that's kind of where i was at i was like how do i fix this because like it was like kind of a pivotal moment for me because i'm like dude like i don't even want her to know where I'm at because like she'd probably be happy to see that I'm like hurting you know and she's probably happy that I'm not getting up for runs in the morning right now and I was like fuck man like I, I literally fucked myself and that's kind of like it like opened my eyes to like that's what happens when you react emotionally when you hold on to anger when you hold on to resentment when you hold on to things like that and that was like kind of one of the very first times literally like 26 years into my life where I was like forced to forgive someone. Like I was forced to kind of like, it was like, look, like if you don't forgive this, if you can't even learn to forgive yourself, like you're just gonna keep reacting this way. And like, I've had like, I am I was one of those fucking idiot guys who was like putting his hand through fucking drywall you know, growing up. But fortunately I was like, never, I mean, like I cracked a couple of knuckles here and there, but like, it was never anything that took me out. Like I was just like, whatever, I can keep living my life. This was the first time where like my anger had, had hurt me physically that much. Like where I was like, okay, now I have to, like, I'm fucked for like weeks. Like I literally, every time, like, yeah, it was brutal. It was brutal. Like little shit. Like when your foot's fucked, like getting in the shower sucks. Like, it would take me, like, 15 minutes to get in the shower when your foot's fucking, you know? So, I was just, I was, it, yeah, it really opened my eyes because I was like, man, this person doesn't care. They don't know. They have no perspective on what my life is. And now, for six weeks, I have to deal with shit because I reacted stupidly because I wanted to put the blame on that. You know, like, it was like, Yeah. So what ended up happening with this woman? Because obviously you don't, do you live in the same place? Yeah. So that's kind of the, that's kind of like the, uh, I'm glad you asked that because that kind of forces me to say like kind of one of the most beautiful things is like, so she, 
like I, I basically at that point was like, I'm done with like reacting angrily to like these types of people. Like I'm going to feel my anger. That's fine. But I'm just not going to channel it that way anymore. Like I'm not fucking doing this. So every time she made a noise, I just went into Zen mode. I'm like, I don't care. She can do whatever she wants. Like, it's not bothering me. She can fucking do whatever she wants at this point. Like, I'm done. Like, I'm putting my headphones on. She can bang away. Like, I'll think of it as, like, cool vibrations in the floor, man. Like, whatever, dude. Like, waves in the ocean, man. Like, whatever. And so she just kind of, like, slowly dissipated and, I guess, moved out or left. But she literally the second like it was like the universe was like gifting it to me like it was like the second I was like fuck this I'm not I'm not interacting with this energy anymore she just disappeared like literally like normally had I had hosted this call six months ago you guys would hear it like you'd literally had heard it the whole time so now she's gone she's definitely gone Rose she's definitely gone so yeah it's kind of nice and you know it's funny because it's actually again another ironic part about the story is like 99% of the time my roommate was more angry with her than I was but the difference is like I've got a lot of patience for most like things that are irritating but once I get to my boiling point, then it's just game over. Like, I just like, I'm a different person. I'm not one of those guys that's like, Oh, I see red bro. And I can kill anybody. Like, it's like, no, I just beat myself up. Like, that's pretty much how it goes. Like, I like, it's like, that's kind of where it goes. Like, but anyways, so this guy, like my roommate as well, who's like literally complained about her all the time. He was so mad about her. He just never did anything as stupid as I did he moved out. He's like, fuck this. Like, I'm not doing this. So I got a new roommate. It's hilarious. Like it are literally the second I disconnected from that anger, literally everything else fell into place. Like it was like so fucking perfect. It was like, uh, and I don't know, like, I don't know if you guys have like a, like for me, like I probably am not going to be as forget. Like I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying. Forgiveness is a tough topic for me because I'm just really not like that. Like the only other thing I can think about that's been on my mind is like, um, like I don't know if you guys have anything you want to say about that story. I had one more little quick thing I wanted to share, but. I was just going to ask if like, if forgiveness is hard, like in, in terms of like forgiveness, people talk about it, like forgiving other people, but like for me, the. Alina, you're cutting out a bit. sorry the the internet the internet is so janky here um so it's cutting in and out um but basically I was just curious like is it harder for you guys to forgive other people or is it harder for you is it harder for you to give forgive yourself or um like in terms of forgiveness do you find it easier to like forgive other people I never forgive myself I can always (laughs) forgive people or at least give them another chance i keep the hatchet though oh, i don't i don't bury the hatchet anymore i keep it just in case i need it again um but uh no no we don't we don't forgive ourselves we don't forgive mm-hmm. ourselves we forgive other people though <laughs> i don't know i i i struggle both ways in different areas i feel like because there's certain things that i forgive myself for where i'm like I mean, I'm human. I made a mistake. It is what it is. Like I'm sometimes I do have that awareness, but, um, I feel like for certain things, there's other, there's like, like for, for emotional outbreaks like that, like, cause there's things that are like, I'm very obnoxious. Like I'll definitely like, and there's no fucking filter. Like I, I tried installing one. There's nothing in between my brain and my mouth. Like there's literally no space. So for me, like, I'll say anything. And sometimes it comes across funny. Sometimes it comes across kind of smart or, you know, I can trick people into thinking I'm educated. And then sometimes it's just like, man, you should have not opened your mouth. For those things, I don't, I don't care. Like that, I can forgive myself instantaneously. I'm like, whatever, I'm human. Like, I I think that more good comes from it than bad. So I'm okay with accepting the bad. And that's kind of the way I look at it, but 
for like emotional outbreaks or uh, something like uh, if I hurt someone that I love, those are the two things where I'm like, I can't fucking believe that I would do something like that. Like it just seems so out of character. And uh, I guess that's what it is because like me saying obnoxious things is pretty much in character. So that doesn't bother me as much maybe, but it's like the things that I do where I'm like, that's not a Mark thing to do, man. That's not, those are the times where I'm like, have a tough time like forgiving myself. Dr. Yaz, what's up? Thanks for raising your hand. I love that. You're muted. Yeah, you know, she's been writing down stuff as, like, we've been talking. I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, like everything else in life, you get out of it where you put into it. I'm like, she's literally better than all of us. <laughs> Not better. I was wondering, I was wondering what you were doodling, yes. I have to kind of sort of, uh, if I just sit and stare in the ceiling while I'm listening, it's going to sort of, I don't feel productive. So <laughs> this is, this is the next week and this is going to sort of, yeah. and then the previous one was because I was in a dark place. The previous one was love is the patient, love is patient and kind. So yeah, that's, that's my inner child. So I need to kind of sort of entertain her. <laughs> I wanted to say, <clears throat> I wanted to say for the forgiveness, it's going to sort of, I was type of person forgive, but not forget, but it cost me also way more in life because you then hold on the resentment, right? So um, it's one of those, those silly moments when you kind of sort of literally, you need to learn to forgive because otherwise you will end up in a, in a dark place more often. And then until you really either hurt yourself or someone else, like physically hurt them or yourself, you're gonna sort of, you're not gonna learn, gonna sort of to release it because at the end, everything comes, everything comes with the forgiveness, especially for yourself. So Alina, what you were saying, it's gonna sort of that guilt trip that you had. We all have it kind of sort of, because you feel identity with your country. And I think that as much as we would like to kind of sort of uh, feel identity with, with our country and be proud of our country, at some point we really need to detach our identities from society because you're an individual who is functioning in the society. So forgive yourself for feeling guilty leaving. This is not your narrative. Your narrative is to kind of sort of live your life in freedom. And if your freedom means that you need to sit in a plane and leave, that's your narrative and you have every freaking right to do it. No one is there to judge you or people who are judging you are the people who do not have balls to do that move, literally. So every time when you feel someone that is putting you on a guilty trip, just ask them to do the same and not give you the lessons. Uh, that's what I did when I left country like six years ago, everyone was gonna sort of, you know, on my ass and kind of sort of, you know, you left your family. That was the main, you left your sick mom and dad, you left everyone. And I was like, yeah, but who, who is kind of sort of, you can leave as well. But then on the other hand, I had people who kind of sort of congratulate me and kind of sort of that's brave shit. And then you learn actually that those who are putting you down, it's putting you on a guilty trip are those who do not have kind of sort of courage to live their, you know, uh, anchor and leave and try better and, tr and start from scratch so yeah but i had to learn forgiveness to forgive myself mostly uh that's the hardest mm -hmm. one because i'm easy to forgive everyone else but not myself and then i will put myself I'm the same way but i will put myself in a punish mode in terms of that <clears throat> literally i'm kind of sort of okay so you have chosen that now you're hurt now i'm going to punish you on top of it and i think that it comes uh from from basically my parents because that was my parents narrative towards me and my brother so if my brother does something wrong we are both being punished it, it's some some either to do some choices or kind of sort of we don't have something that we like literally and i can't it's more I'm, I'm coming from my mom than from my dad my dad was kind of sort of liberal type of thing it's kind of sort of if you do school good you have everything 
and I was good at school, so I never had problems with him. Uh, but my mom was kind of sort of type of personality. Like she never put me in the kitchen to cook, even though I wanted to. But then she said, you will have enough years of your life that you will be cooking. But then she will punish me for the super shit. Or she will punish me because brother is going to sort of bring some shit from school or going to sort of he will do some stupid shit. So there is always, you know, those, those little patterns that we bring from home. And then I learned to punish myself. Because I'm the type of person that you don't you, you don't need to tell me twice. If you tell me twice, I'm done. I'm not going to do it. Tell me once, I acknowledge it, and I will do it on my own terms. Tell me twice, I'm done. I'm not going to do it. And she never figured it out. And then she kept doing it. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do it now. And, and I will just ignore her. And then that's going to, because I was type of the person that I know what are my choices. You know, sort of if, if, if they give me what I'm going to do for the week, I'm going to do it. Just don't bug me with it. Like daily, did I do it? And all that stuff. So that's the part that I had to forgive myself. And it's still in progress, actually. Yeah, and like, um, it's always like, <laughs> like it's like, and this is, I'm laughing right now, but it's like actually something that does trouble me. But it's like, it's kind of funny to say, I'm trying to find the words for it, but I can't. But it's like, like how do you forgive? Like what's the action? Like, I'm always someone that, like, I need some literal steps. Like, I need something to do. Like, like what do you, like, something how are tangible. you? Yeah, like, like, what's the step? Do I say a thing? Like, do I say something? Do I, like, do I have to do a thing? Like, is there, like, a practice or a ritual? Like, like, how do I forgive? Like, what's the, you know, like, it, like, it took me so long. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm still, like I said, like, I'm still figuring the words for it. Like, I don't know what that is. Like, it's like, what do you, like, what do you have to do? Because it's like, when you forgive someone else, like, you think of it as like a, a conversation with someone. You're like, oh, I have to say it to this person. But that's not even true. Like, they don't have to fucking acknowledge it. So, I did not yeah, I'm figuring out, man. Teddy, what's up? Um, well, I was just going to say that that whole like process of forgiveness, um, I think is just this big process of like letting go. Um, you don't have to say shit to them <laughs> if you don't want to. I mean, I know a lot of people want closure. Um, and like, I agree with you. Like you don't, you don't actually have to say anything to anybody. Like the closure is kind of with yourself. Um, and I didn't fit, feel that way before at all. And I still don't feel that way about certain things that I'm working through, like past resentments that I'm still desperately holding on to. But uh, I think it's just this big process of letting go of all of the resentments that you have towards yourself, towards that person, the guilt that you feel. Um, and I know we've spoken about shame before as well. And I think that uh, I know Mark has said like shame is something that you could like use to like make yourself better. Um, and I think that like, for me personally, my process of like letting go of the resentments and letting go of the guilt and the shame and whatnot, it's not until that I'm able to do that, um, that I can like what Miles said in the last, I think the last one, you like kill that version of yourself. You kill that part of yourself and then you can become the better version of yourself. So, um, yeah, that's my two cents on forgiveness. Yo, that is like, you got to tell Miles, that's like the coolest thing he's ever said, because that was actually three weeks ago, and it's been mentioned every week since then. <laughs> Aro, it's cracking, man. Oh, man, I've been waiting for my spiel. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk about ego. Ego, man. I think, you know, I have a massive ego. Well, I... You know, I try to calm it down, but I can't help but have an ego. So if there's like an altercation, there's something that comes about, I kind of have to win. <laughs> and I feel like that's how it is for a lot of folks. You know, the ego is just, you just have to get the final spit at it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you just have to, you just have to. So you, you got to calm that down, man. And, for, and forgiveness is about uh, not leading with your emotions. You know, during these hard times, during these last two years, you have had oh, so many places where I got so angry and just raging. And I'm like, oh, man, if they do this to me, bro, you don't even know. I'll give my life for this, right? And, you know, that, and, and that's not really rational thinking. That's the same thing. That's just my ego talking, right? 
and that's just wanting revenge so bad or you know wanting the the you know the 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 winning stick of it so yeah i think ego man it's you know thinking rationally you know it's it's about thinking about situation you know think about it see like okay how does it affect you do you because i think there are things in life bro like you really do need to go after like fight back you know if they're going after your integrity your divinity you got it you got to punch back bro like there's not an option like you're a human being like you gotta people gotta treat you like human being um but like there's things you have to look at a situation and be like okay with like what it what, what did they take away from me and was it a big deal and if it wasn't like maybe you know you can back off a little bit and be like hey i don't my ego doesn't have to win this match it can be rational thinking it can be forgiveness it can be a calm spirit so you don't have to freaking engage yourself because when you go through meltdowns, when you go through trauma, when you go through conflicts, bro, it doesn't a number on you. Like there's a reason why soldiers kill themselves. Right. And so you got to understand that every single time you're out in the field and you're in a conflict with another person, <clears throat> you're doing a number to yourself, man, whether you're winning or not. So that's my little spiel, man. You got to calm the ego down. I got an ego. I got a massive ego. We all have egos. You know, we want to win. Um, we want what's best for ourselves, which is a good thing. But you, you know, don't go overboard and end up putting yourself in a worse situation. That's my spiel, man. Dude, I love that. <laughs> that, that literally perfectly ties into like the actual, the other thing I was going to say. So I'll get to that in a sec. But, um, but bro, that's, um, that's wicked. I'm glad you said that, man. I'm, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big proponent for, I guess, and it's maybe because like I spent like the majority of my early life with, with negative emotions, but like, I'm a big proponent for using your negative emotions in a good way. Like, that's kind of like when I hear someone's like, dude, that's why in the group, every time someone's like, yeah, I'm grinding, this is fucking stressful. This sucks. I'm like, good, man. That's wicked. That's good. Like, I like that because that's where I made all my development. So like, I'm partial to like, I'm not going to ever say like, yo, it's all good all the time or you're fucking perfect or life's fucking perfect. Or like, you should just be happy, be grateful because it's like, no, I'm pissed off a lot of the time. Like, that's my default mode. I'm aggressive. Like, that's how I am. Like, even when I'm happy, I'm aggressively happy. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it is. Yeah. Like, so like, I'm like, dude, I'm not going to, I'm not going to dull myself like that that's just who i am and i'm going to use that to propel me forward so we'll talk about that because the the other thing i want to talk about is revenge that's like a cool thing that you i'm glad yeah, you there, said there's that. on this topic there's so much that came up like shame bro i struggle with shame like there's moments that i have things i should never said or should never done i'm like fuck me man i literally like when i think about it i'm, li I'm literally getting like trauma back to it. i'm like man i was such an idiot but whatever Yo, but bro, this, this is what I was saying. And Mel, I'm going to get to you in one sec. I see you. But um, this is you what I was saying me. earlier, bro. This is for you, Hiro, because I'm yeah. the exact same, man. Like, you and I are the, literally the same way. <laughs> there's nothing yeah. in between here and here, man. Like, literally, yeah. the yeah. thought comes right out, dude. Like, it's bro, like, facts. there's nothing in between. There's no filter. There's mm -hmm. no, like, how do I say this in a way that Mel's going to like this or Carolyn's going to like this or... Yeah, I was gonna, like, it's just like, it's coming out the way that it's in my brain. Now, hopefully you can receive that. But bro, I want you to understand this, bro, because it took me a long time to understand this as well. You have to like, take what I said earlier, very literally, like, there's more good from that than bad most of the time. Because there's a lot of people in this world that won't say true things. So like, if you're gonna say true things, all the time and sometimes that's a fucking shitty thing or something like at least people can see your authentic self like at least people um, know where you're at it's like as long as yeah. you're saying truthful things you actually believe yeah. that are actually mm -hmm. going through your brain yeah like there's way more good than bad and like yeah. if it pushes people away so be it like dude you see my reaction every time someone in the group pushes away and dude every single time they leave the group they message me one-on-one -on -one and they tell me and I'm like, look, dude, like, I'm, yeah, it's maybe not the group for you. Like, I, I'm not going to be the guy that says, yeah, it's all good all the time. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. but it may not be the group for you then. Like, um, yeah, Bro, I, I have a story. I have a story, but Mel has her hand up. Let's get to Mel first. Yeah. 
guys. Um, okay, so I was honestly going to build off of something um, that Teddy said, so it's a little while ago now, but just kind of the whole um, letting go thing. Um, so this is more so in regard to forgiving others, not so much forgiving yourself. Forgiving yourself is a little bit different, in my opinion, but I think there's a lot of power in being able to let go of something and forgive somebody um, without them having to acknowledge the wrong they did to you or to someone else. Because um, that's something that I think like as I've grown older and had more experience with this, um, I've realized it's a lot more freeing um, and it can happen a lot faster. So I think I mentioned it in the chat, something that happened in high school. I don't think I mentioned what it was, but it was like, it was very traumatizing. It was very, very, very hurtful. Um, and I guess I was able to like move on from it and continue my life, but I never got closure from it. And I realized like way later down the line that I prevented myself from having closure from that situation because the people who were at fault and the people who orchestrated this whole ridiculous situation never told, like admitted to me that what they did was wrong. It was almost like not just what they did was wrong, but I was, they were totally gaslighting me in the situation. Um, and I, I seriously couldn't find closure and forgiveness in that situation until, like I said, like one of them, it was two years later and one of them, it was three years later that they actually, I was very happy that they did it, but they actually took it upon themselves to pull me aside. One of them asked me to come over to her house um, so she could explain herself basically. Um, and then it, it did instantly give me closure, but I realized like I, at, at that time I needed them to admit they're wrong in order for me to have that forgiveness. And I, you know, I was, I guess when I was 16 years old when it happened and basically 19 years old by the time I actually had closure. And I feel like now being 26, almost 27 years old, if that situation happened to me again, I do think I have the ability to forgive those people, let go of the situation and move on regardless of whether they choose to admit that they were wrong in the situation. And I just think having the ability to do that is very powerful and um, very freeing and just being able to acknowledge that you don't need other people to admit that they're wrong. It's like, you don't need that justification, that validation. Um, you know, like you can, I don't know, like find it within yourself and be okay that, you know, they were wrong. They may admit it. They may not. Cause in a lot of situations, people will stick to their guns and they'll never admit it. Even if they know it deep down, they won't. And if you let that eat, like, you know, eat you up inside, um, it's just going to cause you more pain in the, in the long run. So that's something I learned from that situation and something I feel like I've kind of been able to use um, moving forward. Yeah, I love that. Dr. Yaz, what's up? It's one of those things. I no, I'm good. Um, um, Mel did it like perfect explanation of everything. The only thing that when you move to a certain age, you learn that people actually do know what they're doing. And then when you got yourself in that loop to ask them for the closure, and a sort of they do know what they're saying and what they're doing. So sometimes it's kind of sort of it's not even about closure, it's literally of letting go, kind of sort of of that situation and everything. So Mel, Mel nail it, nail it as usual um, in explanation and the process. And then as Steady said, it's more of learning to live with what they did to you, that it hurts you, and then learn why it's so painful for you and just let it go. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Carolyn, what's up? You just absorbing? Yeah. How are you, Alina? I haven't heard from you in a while. How are you doing? You just absorbing? Yeah, I mean, everyone's got such. Um, is, is my internet okay right now? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it's really shoddy here. It's kind of like glitchy, but. Yeah, I mean, everyone's got kind of like this internal struggle that I, they go through with forgiveness. But, you know, 
I, I find it so much easier to forgive other people. And so like, I talked to my counselor a lot about this and she was just like, why do you struggle offering that same forgiveness like to you, to yourself? But I'm very like logical, like you are Mark. And I, I look for the tangible things like, okay, like letting go. That seems like a great concept, but like we haven't actually been taught how, like what are the mechanisms, you know, like what are the action? What is the action plan for that? You know, um, it, it seems like this like, elusive thing kind of where you're just like oh letting go like but um a huge part of that for me anyways um was also um like the ego and, and all of that but also like accepting like acceptance that you know that's what you did or that's you know how you are or that's the move that you made and and in that moment like just owning that you know and having this level of acceptance like okay well maybe I wouldn't necessarily act that way or maybe that person wouldn't act that way given an opportunity again but um that's how it is you know and and that kind of acceptance um has helped me not only forgive others that didn't want to reconcile um you know and didn't want to apologize and, and again like like everyone said you can't really wait for that you know you can't wait for an apology for um for forgiveness, you know, because a lot of times you'll be waiting forever. Um, so just, you know, having that acceptance of, you know, either what people did to you or, or what you kind of have put for yourself. And um, yeah, just kind of, I know it sounds really shitty, but also um, the less resistance I have to that, the easier it becomes. So like, if you create resistance in, um, yeah, beating yourself up too much. Like, I'm so guilty for this. Um, I, I would never allow other people to speak to me the way that I sometimes speak to myself. You know, like, the external stuff doesn't really phase me. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what you think. Who cares? You know, like, but then when, when it comes to myself, I'm just, like, my own worst enemy. So that's, you know... Um, when I was talking with my counselor, I was like, how do I cultivate the same kind of forgiveness that I have for other people, like within myself? And she was like, well, treat it like a child. Like you would never, um, and this is kind of inner child work or whatever, but I don't care what the labels are, but she said, think of it as um, like, if you're, if a child overreacted or if a child got angry or sad or, or, um, you know, just through this tantrum, you would never, like, hopefully, um, take the same approach that we do with ourselves and like beating them up or being like, that's unacceptable, like, you know, um, so treating that like in a more gentle way where you're just kind of like, okay, well, like, that is obviously something, you know, within myself, and it needs compassion, and it needs understanding and, and, it doesn't need to be shamed or guilted. Like we wouldn't do that to a small child or even um, like a puppy, an animal, if they were like behaving badly. You never see people in a socially acceptable way um, treating an animal or a child the way that we would treat ourselves in that same context of forgiveness. So um, I found like that was a really helpful, like tangible mechanism is to visualize you know, th that forgiveness in someone else, because a lot of people, it is easier for them to forgive others than to forgive themselves. We just hold that, you know, very dear, but um, treating it almost in the same way, um, but reducing that down to um, something more vulnerable or something more fragile, like, um, like a puppy, you know, or like a child. So I thought that was really, really helpful. And um, also treating it as a practice. Like you're not going to just switch over and be this fucking loving, forgiving person. Like my mom's a hippie. That's all she preaches is like this toxic positivity. But um, like Mark said, like Ted, like owning your emotions, like, yeah, I'm fucking angry right now. Like that hurt, that sucks, you know, and then um, naming it, calling it out, and then potentially being able to um, offer more forgiveness um once you do so yeah yeah i love that there's um 
And like, I don't know if you guys ever thought of this. This is literally just like kind of something that I've been working on right now, like recently in my own head. But um, I just like, for some reason, I feel like a lot of the time, and maybe this is like my vanity, like I have a tough time forgiving myself if I think, or if I know, like if I like, you know, and this goes back to like what Hyro and I were talking about. Um, but it's like, if I think like, say like I have a negative interaction with like somebody here, and then like, um, you know, it's like fine for me to forgive myself if I'm like, oh yeah, it didn't phase them. But then if like they leave the group and then they have like this interpretation of me, like for, like, I like, I'm like, oh, that person thinks of me like this. Like, I don't want that to be the lasting memory of, or like my legacy of like what my, you know, what, what that person thinks of me or what their family thinks of me. Like if I know their family or like, um, like and so like, it just reminds me of there's this uh, stoic quote, you guys know, I love stoic quotes, but um, there's a stoic quote where uh, Marcus Aurelius says, like, I think he says something like, um, it's like, uh, like, bestow pardon upon others, but ask not for pardon. And so what he's saying is like, basically, like, give forgiveness, but don't ask for it. Like, and what he's saying is, you don't need someone else's forgiveness. Like you just need your, your own, like you need to give forgiveness to them for whatever they did. And then you just need to give forgiveness to yourself. Like you don't need to ask for forgiveness from anyone. You can, you can have like retribution in your own way. You can make yourself better. You can go. And that's where I want to get to. Uh, let's, uh, let's get a couple more people and then I'm going, I'm going to move on. So Teddy, what's up? Um, I just wanted to, to um, touch a little bit on what you just spoke about, like how it affects your reputation or how other people see you. Um, that's probably something that really bothers me. It's totally like, um, a, like a recognition thing. Like I need acceptance from people outside of myself. And um, like, I don't want people to see me in a bad light or anything like that. So, so I never want anybody to think that I would hurt them or anything like that. Like, um, recently something happened, uh, where one of, um, Mark's close friends, not really my close friend, but, uh, he had blamed me for something that he had done. And I was like, ready to fucking kill somebody. <laughs> I was bawling my eyes out. I was like, gonna pop them. And Mark said, promise me that you won't text him like promise me that you won't try to call him promise me that after you read all of this conversation and and understand what has happened here like promise me that you won't try to communicate with him and like blast him for what's going on and I made the promise and I'm happy that I did now but I was really pissed off that I did after learning about all the shit that had happened because immediately after learning that like somebody was just destroying my reputation to another person um, thinking that maybe this person now thought that I would be the type of person to hurt them or, or, you know, like put anybody in danger in any way that sucked. I was like, somebody thinks that about me. Like that sucks, man. I never want anybody to feel that way. So like me thinking my reputation was like, you know, falling apart to other people was like really shitty and hard. And it took me only a few days, which I'm surprised about, but because I made that promise to not like confront them, I was able to let go of everything so much faster. And although maybe it would have felt good to confront them and be like, Hey, you know, maybe you need to look in the mirror. You're a piece of shit for like lying and, and blaming me for your shit. Like that totally sucks. It didn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like I could have done that. Yeah. That maybe that might've made me feel good, but since I didn't, it literally doesn't matter. I've been able to go through this whole process and shift in perspective where I'm like, I don't need, he doesn't need to know. She doesn't need to know. No, none of the people involved need to know that like, I feel this way. I felt that way. And like, if they think that of me, if they think that I'm the type of person to hurt them, put anybody in danger, whatever, like sucks, that sucks for them. They don't know the real me. Like, at least I know in my heart that I would never do that on purpose. Like, I, I didn't do that. Like, I don't feel the guilt or whatever that they would try to put on me. And I think that that's really important is, like, throughout that process is, like, know yourself. Like, know the truth. Like, if I know that I 
am not a shitty person and and I can remind myself because just like uh, Alina was saying, there's so much negative self-talk, right? The only reason why I wanted to confront him so bad and make sure that everybody knew my reputation was fucking outstanding was because I was so insecure. Like, I was like, am I that bad person? Like, I don't want anybody to think I'm not. I just want everybody to think I'm good. So yeah, going through that process of like, just not giving a fuck what people think and knowing like who I am in my truth, I think that's really important. I love that. And like, perhaps, um, and this isn't like, this is just like, I know you'll take this well, but I like, uh, perhaps there's something underlying that you need to forgive yourself first for, uh, because otherwise, why would that, like, why would that, you know, feeling, cause I, I'm like that as well. Like my reputation matters. Like, like I feel like that, but then I'm like, what, what's actually, why do I care? Like that's kind of more the biggest. And then it was like digging into that, understanding like, like I was saying with Hyrule earlier, like, well, I care about my reputation because I have this subconscious thought that people think I'm obnoxious and I'm loud and I'm going to say things that might hurt their feelings. It's like, oh yeah, that kind of is who I am. So fuck it. I don't care. Like, you know, like, oh, they think these negative things about me. Those are the negative things about me. What am I going to lie to myself? So it's like, I just had to forgive myself for that. Like it had to be to the point where it's like, okay, yeah, I forgive myself. I know that there's more good that comes out of it than bad. Right. Like, so it's like, maybe there's something there behind that. I don't know. Hi, Ro, And then Yaz, you guys can just go back to back. I didn't need to call on you, but you guys can just go back to back. I'm going to fill my coffee up again. So I'm going to step out and then I'll tell you guys another little story, but I'll make it quick. Cause uh, I got a jet probably just yeah. after mine. So I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. Like I said, if you are interested in joining this group, if you are, you know, maybe wanting to join a community that's based around mental health, self-development or anything like that, shoot me a message on Instagram. But other than that, that's all we got for this, this episode. Thank you so much. Go out and have a good day, a good week, a good month and a good year for the rest of 2022 or whenever you listen to this. Thank you so much. Much love and peace out.